When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 93. This episode is brought to you by our inductive Bible study courses for kids and teens. Hey, would you like to teach your kids how to study the Bible? Even if you never learned how to do this yourself, our resources make it really easy to open and go without any prep. If you're looking for a word-driven study, then you'll love our inductive Bible studies. Download our free inductive Bible study samples so you can get an inside peek into our curriculum without a big commitment. You can find them by going to 41more.com forward slash samples. Give your kids the gift of Bible literacy this year and check them out. You won't be disappointed. Hey there, and welcome to episode 93. Today we're chatting with Mary Prather of Squilt music. Now, some of you may have already heard of Mary. You may already even be in taking her courses or in her membership group, but some of you are looking for a great way to add some music appreciation to your homeschool, and maybe you don't even know where to start, and you would just love if a music teacher could kind of teach your kids in a live class. Does this sound like something your kids would enjoy. Well, my daughter has gotten to try out the last um, couple weeks of Squilt Live, and I'm going to tell you she looks forward to it so much. She's learning so much. She runs out and excitedly tells us what she learned about the composer or about the music. And I think it's a great resource that homeschool moms need to know about. So it was really fun to chat with Mary. And we talk about Squilt, but we also talk about talk about other reasons why you should consider adding some type of music appreciation into your homeschool. You don't even have to spend any money to do this. There are some really great practical solutions, even if you want to do it yourself. Because I know a lot of us homeschool moms, we like to, you know, we're scrappy. We like to make it work. So we go through all of it. You don't have to purchase Squilt, but if you're interested, I want to talk about it and there will be links in the show notes where you can find that program and see what it's all about. So I think you're going to want to check out her links, which you can find at 41more.com forward slash 93. And here we go. Let's jump in. Here's my conversation with Mary Prather from Squilt Music. Hey, Mary, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So I'd love to start out and ask you just to introduce yourself and your family. Okay. Uh, Well, I am Mary Prather, and um, I have been married for 23 years to my husband, Hal, who also works uh, in Homegrown Learners and Squilt with me. And uh, we have two children. Our oldest is a sophomore in college, and our youngest is a sophomore in high school. So we are uh, 
we're almost at the end of the road. You are. So why did you start homeschooling then? Did you do it from the beginning or or what, what did that look like? No, we did not homeschool from the beginning. Uh, in fact, I used to be a public school music teacher and I had gotten uh, a master's degree in school administration. And uh, we put our daughter in school through the third grade and slowly... I mean, I think I had like a niggling feeling in the back of my mind in kindergarten that this wasn't the best place for her. But by third grade, when I just saw her being uh, equaled out with everybody else and her love of learning was slowly starting to fade, we decided to um, bring her home. And we actually, it was the Thanksgiving break where... We just had her put everything in her desk, <laughs> and um, she came home that day. And my son, he's never been to school. He was in a preschool class at the time, and I really knew that school would not work for him uh, at all. So I think that was about 11, 11 years ago now. Wow. I love hearing people's stories. Everyone is so different as to why they do it, but there tends to be a common theme, like you mentioned, like the love of learning just kind of disappears slowly from, you know, this kid that used to love this stuff. It just, it does. It just gets schooled out of them, it seems. Yes. And, you know, actually I, her third grade teacher who we really liked had actually told me, she said, you know, she tested my daughter for the gifted program. And when they got the results back, she said, well, she's not gifted and talented material, but she is certainly very willing to please. And that will take her very far. And (laughs) that was, I mean, that really kind of sealed our fate right there. I thought I can't let her go the rest of the year with a teacher, you know, that believes that about her. Yes. Oh, so that is so amazing. So you've been doing it ever since so for 11 years or so. That's yes. awesome. And you only have one more left. So I know that, that must <laughs> know. be crazy to get to the end of that journey. It um, is. Awesome. So you were um, an elementary music teacher. So you have a mm-hmm. lot to say about the topic of music appreciation, but some moms hear that word and they're, they're told, you know, you need to include music appreciation in your homeschool and, and they might not even know what that means. So can you explain mm-hmm. what is, what do we mean when we're saying a music appreciation? Right. Well, and that is a really good question. Um, I am not, um, my thing is not teaching kids to play instruments. That's, I mean, that's great. I play an instrument and my children play instruments. But when I talk about music appreciation, it's just hearing a beautiful piece of music and being able to recognize different elements of music in that piece, being able to maybe place it in a time period, being able to talk about it intelligently, and also really, you know, having the attention span to sit and listen to a piece of music. That's really important because mm-hmm. a lot of the younger kids, they don't have that. So music is a great way to gently introduce that kind of attention span thing, isn't it? Right. You know, and if, if you're a Charlotte Mason homeschooler, that habit of attention mm-hmm. um, is a big thing. And I watch with kids, you know, who have trouble even sitting still for a minute. 
listening to a piece of music, if you do it, you know, just a few times a week, they can get up to listening, you know, to maybe a 10 minute piece of music. If, if we can just teach them to relax and get lost in it. Okay. That's great to know. So when someone hears about music appreciation, they're thinking, okay, so you, you said we don't have to learn an instrument, but we're learning about music. Are there other subjects that you can tie into the study of music? Yes, almost all of them. <laughs> um, our biggest one um, is history. And you know, I'll give you an example. We are going to be studying the musical Newsies which I know is super popular. And um, that, of course, is based on a true story that took place um, right around the year 1900 in New York City. So as we're learning about the music from that musical, we're also bringing in um, that time period in history because music is always a response to what's going on in history. So that's, you know, that's our easiest tie-in. When parents come to me and ask me where to start, I'll say, well, where are you in history? Because then I can direct you to, you know, an era of music where you can start listening. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so tie it into, especially if you're teaching multiple kids together and everyone's doing the same history, that makes it even better. Right. We always did um, the story of the world. Mm -hmm. And so it was really easy to just incorporate a piece of music in our morning time together Mm -hmm. um, because it went right along with where we were, you know, where Jim Weiss was reading to us (laughs) in our CDs that day. And and you mentioning morning time, that's a great way for families who are like, how do I add one more thing to my day? You know, that's a great way. And it's a great way to start because you're calming the kids down. You're getting them all ready. Like it's feels, it sounds so relaxing almost, right? Right. It sets the tone for the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was, you know, I was actually thinking this morning as I was listening to some music while I was getting ready. Um, I was thinking when we talk about truth, beauty, and goodness, that really the easiest way to give our children all three of those is with a piece of beautiful music. If you just turn it on and listen to it, it requires no skill on Mm -hmm. the part of the mom, no skill on the part of the child. Mm -hmm. It's just, and it's non-threatening. Yeah. It's just such an easy thing. Yeah. So, so we've mentioned a few of these already, but can you talk to us about some more benefits of including music appreciation in our homeschool? What other things are we not thinking about? Mm. Um, when you talked about multiple ages, I think music appreciation works well with all ages of kids learning together. And then when you have that shared learning experience, they're creating more memories together uh, to me, that's been the biggest benefit that I see with families in our um, Squilt Live membership. They're creating all these wonderful memories together, and the kids might be 14 years old or they might be four years old. So I think that's a huge benefit. I think another benefit is, you know, one we talked about is that ability to slow down and to also transport yourself into another time to learn about other people to learn about why they were writing the music they were writing, and sometimes just to stand in awe (laughs) of what they were writing. We're learning about Beethoven right now in November, and talk about standing in awe of a composer. The kids are just amazed by the things that Beethoven could accomplish 
you know, being deaf. It is so funny you mentioned that because my daughter, as you know, is in your Squilt Live and she was just chattering on telling her dad about how, you know, he was deaf and she just kept talking about it. And it was so fun to see her so excited to know that. And, you know, that's so fun how those little bits just stick with them. And she just kept repeating that story over and over that day. So super Well, because kids, you know, kids are very empathetic right? And I think a lot of them really felt sorry for him. Like, how did he do this? And he was always angry at people. And why was he angry? Because he lost the sense that was probably most dear to him in his whole life. Yes. Um, so there's another benefit right there. Yeah. It's, it's building empathy in our kids too. Oh, that's really good. So mm-hmm. speak to the mom who is like, okay, I, I'm kind of convinced I want, I need to start including this in our homeschool, but I speak to the mom who's like a do it yourselfer, And she wants to just use what's out there to simply mm-hmm. add a little music appreciation to her homeschool. So what would you tell her the top, you know, three things or so she can start doing next week to just include a little music appreciation? Right. What I always tell parents is, um, Choose from one of the, you know, big composers that you know. Maybe it's like Bach, Beethoven, Mozart, those names that are just really familiar. And then go ahead and type that name into Spotify or Pandora, you know, create a playlist and just have that playing in your house as the background or turn it on in the car. Um, Just kind of sneak it in there at first. Don't really even make it a big deal Mm -hmm. and see what your kids are going to say about it. Um, That's the biggest way. um, And that's just immersion, I think. Just exposing them to it requires no skill. Okay. So is there any supplies or resources or technology? It doesn't sound like it. I mean, just basically your your iPhone or whatever. Right. Exactly. And I have found, um, I love Spotify. And in fact, I'll give you, I've got some Spotify playlists that I've created with Squilt Mm -hmm. um, to help people. Another thing that kids really gravitate towards is the music of John Williams. Mm -hmm. So maybe you want to play the Harry Potter soundtrack. Maybe you want to play Star Wars or Superman. You know, that's a really good entrance place to classical music. When my boys, there are teenagers now, but what the four boys, when they were all little, they would play with music in the background. It would like inspire their play, you know, like jumping off the couch in their cape and this and that, like music that's so exciting. Like I can imagine kids listening to music and like acting out what they hear. Have you done, have your kids done that kind of thing? And oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Or I've encouraged kids to like watch a movie and turn the soundtrack off. You know, and see how it's really kind of boring without the music. You know, what a big part that music plays. Exactly. That's interesting. (laughs) That would be an interesting thing to do with our kids and and Mm -hmm. just to prove it to them. Music adds so much. So, okay. So some moms want to DIY it. I get it because I'm a little bit like that. But some moms are like, nope. I want to outsource. This is beyond me. I don't want to think about how to put it together. So you have Squilt, and I would love for you to explain <laughs> what does that stand for and like how does it help homeschool families? Right. Well, when you type it, it always gets auto-corrected to squirt. Oh, so <laughs> not squirt. <laughs> but yeah, Squilt, it's something that I did when I taught elementary school. 
and it is called Super Quiet, Uninterrupted Listening Time. And whenever we start learning about a piece of music, the very first thing we do is we have squilt time. We just listen. We don't do anything else. You know, we just lay our heads down and, you know, practice that habit of attention. Then the second time we listen to a piece of music, I might give the kids a few things to listen for. Like, do you hear any instruments in particular? What do you think the mood of this piece is? Um, Does it have changes in the tempo, in the fasts and slows? Um, And now I can't even remember the original question you asked me because I'm just going (laughs) off. (laughs) Oh, that's good. No, but I know you have like squilt live, but you also have um, what like lesson plans that you wouldn't require a membership. So maybe you can explain like the different options for homeschool families. Right. Well, we have, when you come to our site at squiltmusic.com, you can either choose, I want to teach it myself or I want you to teach it for me. And if you want to teach it yourself, you can choose from a lot of different downloadable volumes that we have. Now, that doesn't mean you have to have music knowledge yourself. You know, those plans in there are very scripted, but you're doing it on your own time frame. So we have that route. Then we have the route where I teach it for you, and that's our Squilt Live membership. And we have a theme each month. I teach two live lessons on that theme. And then there's also a listening calendar that goes with the month. So every day of the month, you have a piece of music that goes with that theme. And when you were talking about morning time, that's what most of my families do. They'll sit with that calendar and they'll play that piece of music during their morning time. Uh, And then I also make book suggestions and other resource suggestions. So it's not just music. I'm trying to incorporate history and other elements into it. So it's almost really like a unit study Mm -hmm. um, for the month. Uh, Right? Yeah, right now, we've been doing this three years. And right now we have 75 recorded lessons in our archives. So you can go in there and look at our guide to the archives and choose literally from dozens of different subjects if you would want to study them. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Is there, is there an ideal age? Like what's the age range that you're gearing this toward? Right. Right now, we seem to have kids all the way from pre-K up through middle school because I put different levels of activities in our lesson packets and I'll try and, you know, during a live lesson, I'll try and talk to the big kids, but I'll also try and talk to the younger kids. You know, if I've got wigglers out there, I'll say, okay, if you want to move to this music, here's a way you might want to move, right? But if you're bigger and you maybe want to write some thoughts, here's a way you can do that. So I'm really trying to cater to that mom that has many ages of kids learning together. Um, and she can just turn on a lesson and walk away <laughs> and maybe get something done for an hour while they're working with me. Oh, that's great. That's the best yeah. kind of homeschool situation where it's it's all the kids are involved and, and mom doesn't have to sit over them. <laughs> right. I did have a mom, though. She She wrote me and she said, well, she said... 
this was false advertising because I can't walk away. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I have started to sit and learn about music because I never learned about music. Yes. And the same mom just sent me a picture of a, um, a record of the Messiah that she'd found at the thrift store. And she said, look what I found. I never even knew what this was wow. until we studied it in Squill Live last December. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So I would say, you know, we're teaching all ages. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like it. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we will link to everything in the show notes, of course. And so people can go check that out. So as we kind of wrap up, can you give some final encouragement to the moms who are listening? Um, when this goes live, you know, we're going to be ending, you know, the year and getting yeah. looking forward to a new semester. So maybe you can just leave us with some final encouragement for homeschool moms who are trying to do their best, you know, sometimes feel like they're, they're, they're failing or, you know, they're not quite meeting their own expectations. I know you have a lot of wisdom and years of experience as a homeschool mom. So just can you encourage us as we wrap up? Yeah, I think, gosh, it's really hard to beat up on ourselves, um, especially, or it's easy to beat up on ourselves, especially this year, right? Um, And I have, what I've seen the gift of music appreciation this year has been a distraction for people. It's been joy for people, um, and it's been a way to see the beauty and the goodness in our world. We always, um, I love musicals, and we always talk about musicals in January and Squilt Live because people just need motivation and fun. And so, you know, this year we're starting with The Sound of Music first, and then second, we'll do Newsies. And so... You know, I just want to encourage the moms. You only have your kids for such a short period of time. And those things that I invested in and did with my kids that were fun and low stress, those created the best memories for us. Some of the, and I I dare say it, it might be blasphemy to say it, but some of the math stuff um, or the science stuff, they're going to they're going to focus a lot on that as they get older, right? But when they're little, we want to just give them this beautiful smorgasbord of ideas and of beautiful things that they can create memories with. And so I think music is really one of the easiest ways to do that. I agree with you. And that's a wonderful encouragement. It can be done. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. Mary, thanks for joining us and sharing your wisdom and your experience. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I hope you were able to find some really great, useful, practical information in this episode. Remember to check out all of Mary's links in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 93. Also, don't forget to grab some free samples of our inductive Bible study courses, which you can find really easily if you go to 41more.com forward slash samples. If you would like to be a supporter of this podcast and help us to be able to produce future episodes, you can do that by going to 41more.com forward slash support. Okay, guys, I think that's a wrap. I'm really thankful you joined us today. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.